From the South Dallas Cultural Center Studios in sunny South Dallas, this is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. It's your host, Ryan Trimble. Joined, as always, by the globetrotting Sean Williams. Sean, good day, sir. Hey, what's up? Um, you did mention that we are in South Dallas, and I love the Allen Media Worldwide Headquarters Studios. You know I love that. But Don't we all? This is nice, man. This is really nice. We're in a soundproof room here at the South Dallas Cultural Center. Shout out to John Spriggins, longtime friend and fraternity brother. Uh, we talked about somewhere we wanted to try to have a, a soundproof location to do our our show and john offered the south dallas cultural center brought us back here into this lovely studio space at this wonderful building and we are doing it now that's right we have some exciting new things happening at the allen media worldwide headquarters studios but we wanted to uh you know get a flavor and see what other studios were out uh, out and about in our great city and so a uh, big shout out to john for uh allowing us the time and the space what a cool cool facility sean very nice historic facility it is a pillar of this community they have a wonderful theater center where they have performances they've got camp going on now there's art all over the place john is a great artist himself from south dallas so he's an excellent choice to be the director here Um, the office of cultural affairs does a great job of programming here so i'm very happy and i think we'll be doing a few more shows not that we're abandoning the worldwide headquarters and again ryan said there's some exciting stuff down the road that we would love to share but we can't right now but this is a good home away from home for right now yeah, Sean, I see a drum set over there in the corner. You think you're going to be uh, go play us a couple? I'm couple, more, uh, I'm more into the, over there? the bongos in there. <laughs> I got some bongos, and so I don't want to go Matthew McConaughey or anything like that. But you know, just in case we need a little outro music, yes. that's there. There's that is an option. Yes. Well. Um, I, there's one person I don't think will be playing any drums anytime soon or playing much of anything. Uh, one Kevin Durant. Did you watch the game, Sean? I did watch the game. This is a big time for you and I because we always go back and forth on the NBA Finals. Usually LeBron is a player. He is not. Yes. And I didn't think I would be as interested as I usually am because LeBron wasn't playing. But I have watched every game. It's been compelling. I like what Kawhi Leonard has been doing. Um, Last night, I really thought the Raptors were going to take the game. I thought they were going to win, but it wasn't, you know, until the champion is done, until they're gone, until you bury them and make sure that they're gone, you you can never count them out. Yeah, scary, scary. But uh, I think Toronto... They got two more cracks at it. I guess so does Golden State. But yeah. I think that they'll win. I I feel bad. I felt bad for for Kevin Durant. As soon as I, I really wish he hadn't played. And as soon as he went down, I know a lot of Toronto fans wish they could take back their cheering yeah. and applauding. And and to their credit, to the credit of the players, Kawhi Leonard uh, and Serge Ibaka, they both made sure that the fans knew that this was not a time for cheering. And yeah. to the credit of the fans, they turned that around. Clap for KD. They get, let a yeah. KD chant uh, but man that is a tough way to go down he can miss a year's time uh, you know and this is his free agent year he was about to go make some big money um, but he wanted to be there for his teammates and you know 
KD takes a lot of stuff on radio, on TV. Um, you know, he's a good guy. He, he's made a few mistakes as it relates to his media image, but, you know, he wanted to be there for his teammates. He's probably a generational a talent, too. for sure. I mean, like him or hate him. Even you know, in the, the first quarter last night, yeah. in the 12 minutes he played, I mean, it was automatic. It was like he yeah. picked up right where he left off a month ago. So I really feel bad for him. Um, but, um, you know, I, I'm hoping that he comes back just as strong. Yeah, it was a fun game to watch on Twitter, Sean, because uh, at our house in Lake Highlands, we were still out of power. So I was kind of keeping track uh, mid-charging my phone on the charger stick and passing that back and forth between Lauren and my mother, who's in town. And uh, so I was keeping up on on, uh, the Twitter feed. Man, you guys got it bad up there. I was out of town. Um, I was not here for the storm, but I was monitoring on my phone and on Twitter, but we had a Allen Media text string, mm-hmm. which is how I knew that things were bad. I'm like, wow, if, if everybody's checking in, it must be pretty bad up there. Yeah, it was bad. So, uh, you know, th- thoughts to everybody who, who went out. I know we had one, uh, you know, one loss uh, in a bad, bad crane accident, uh, lost their life. But um, hopefully everybody uh, is safe out there. Uh, I know the the Encore folks and, and people from around the region, different states come in to help. Uh, big thanks to them. I know they've been working around the clock to get people's power power back on and yours just came on two days later uh, right ours literally almost 48 hours on the nose uh from when it went out came back on but um you you certainly learn to appreciate it a lot more when you don't have it so well i've talked to friends who live in your neighborhood and in the north we did not get it as bad in the south but there are still uprooted trees yeah, branches down i went for my customary walk this morning and had to take a couple of detours for from trees and and limbs that were in the the, the pathway of the trail so it is it's crazy weather springtime weather in texas yeah. and you never know i mean it was like blazing hot and then the storms came through and it's still like 79 degrees outside now thank goodness you never know um well, speaking of winds of change, Sean, there's some winds of change after the uh, recent runoff elections over the over the weekend. And uh, uh, Eric Johnson, state representative Eric Johnson, uh, wins the mayoral runoff, uh, beats Scott Griggs, the uh, former councilman, pretty handily um, in the runoff election. Uh, David Blewett beats uh, incumbent Philip Kingston in uh, District 14. Carolyn King Arnold, incumbent, who's ran about nine races in Man. the past ten months. Uh, God bless Miss Arnold. Sh- she she holds on to her seat. Uh, congratulations to her. Adam Bazaldua said that correctly. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> uh, comes away with a with a, a close win in uh, in the district. I think we're sitting the in district right we're in now, right now. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Paul Blackman. Comes away with the win in District Nine, another really, really close, uh, close race against Aaron Moore. So, uh, congratulations to all the winners. We will see you all at the inauguration. We look Absolutely. forward to seeing you there. Absolutely, it's it's really good to see people that you know uh, doing great things. And I've known Eric Johnson for probably about twelve years. We were both in Southside on Lamar um, at the same time before he ran for his his house seat, his Texas house yeah. seat. And Paula Blackman and I were on the same staff with Mayor Mike Rawlings and had the opportunity to congratulate her. And uh, looking forward to working with our third Adam on the council. That's right. Three Adams and four women on the council now, Sean. So uh, I guess that's Moving progress. in the right direction. Yeah. I think we're moving <laughs> yeah. in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. But uh, 
One of our friends from the the current administration, Vinay Hammond, will be joining us on the show today. Uh, Vinay, of course, is a good friend of, of both of ours and uh, has been a long time one of the one of the chiefs of staff for Mayor Mike Rawlings, and uh, she's going to join us today. Yeah, once he he swept us out of the office and came around <laughs> to right. Vinay and Scott, he really locked in on something. And you know, Vinay has a very um, interesting background. She was a police officer with DPD. Uh, she earned her law degree, so she is an attorney. She served as a community prosecutor in Dallas. So I'm obviously excited to talk to Vinay. And fun fact, we recorded an episode with Renee, with Vinay last year, and the episode was lost. It is literally a lost episode because it just, it was recorded, but I could never it's find cyber it. dust, Sean. Yes. It is yes, cyber, cyber dust. dust. Well, I'm just glad that Vinay's uh, coming in, and, and hopefully she'll talk to me after I, you know, ran a 5K at, at <laughs> 9 o'clock at night just to beat her in our, our Fitbit step challenge one week. So, uh, thank you, Vinay, for being gracious enough to come on. And because of her role with Grow South, it's only fitting that we be here in South Dallas That's for right. the episode right. that we're recording with Vinay. And so we will be right back after this break with Vinay Hammond. You are listening to Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble, Deconstructing Dallas. We will be right back. Here at Allen Media, we're proud to represent some of the finest organizations across a variety of different industries. And we're proud to welcome Pape Dawson Engineers to that list of outstanding firms. Pape Dawson is one of Texas's finest and most respected engineering firms. And now, the company is expanding its presence here in Dallas. Whether you're looking for civil engineering, transportation, water resources, environmental or surveying projects, Pape Dawson has the experience needed to get the job done. What's more, Pape Dawson is committed to responsible corporate citizenship in the communities they serve. So if you need an engineer, do yourself a favor and call my friend Brad Davis here in Dallas at 214-420-8494 today and tell him Ryan told you to call. Pape Dawson, where the people make the difference. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, very excited to welcome into studio the Chief of Community Relations for Mayor Mike Rawlings, a good friend of you and my, you and me. She is Vinay Hammond. Hello. Hello, Vinay. Hey, Vinay. What's up? <laughs> How you doing? We're already just getting started on yes. a nice, friendly note. This is going to be extremely fun. Well, Absolutely. Sean, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm just glad that Vinay is talking to me, as we mentioned we uh, we were into Fitbit step challenges, and Vinay was beating me by about a thousand steps one Friday night. I know when I went to and, bed, I thought Vinay had it. And then yeah. uh, and then I went for a I, I ran a five k, and at, all of a sudden at eleven p.m. <laughs> who does that? Like eleven forty six. Yeah, he 
is like, oh, I ran a 5K. All of a sudden, I was about 800 minutes. steps ahead of Vinay and What? <laughs> I'm still contesting all those results. Yeah. You and Matt both. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, I'm not exactly sure what he does he to get out of steps. I'm in, I'm, in a, walker, I'm in a step challenge with him right now, and I wake up every morning, and something happened. He's I don't know if he put on the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. Something. I think yeah. you and Matt, we leaving Sean out too. Because remember, Ryan, Sean was like behind the first day. Then all of a sudden, uh-huh. he was walking to work. And... It's a glitch. <laughs> you know, I got to get mine in. <laughs> got to step, step my game yeah. up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that is fun. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of the show. And thank you for your service. How long has it been since you've been in the office? How long? Uh, four and a half years. Four and a half years. He... I lasted longer than Sean. That's the most important thing. <laughs> He swept me and Paula out, then yeah. came across, well, and then swept no, out Adam and yeah. swept out Sam. Sam, and then landed on y'all. He was good to go. Yeah. We just had to get to the right people. Uh, I don't know about that. Or we're just the crazy people. One of this. <laughs> I want to, before we get into the mayor's office part, I just, you know, I really think it's interesting that you started out as a police officer and then went and became a community prosecutor after you got your law degree. So can you just briefly talk about your career in the police department? Oh, well, it was very different to be a police officer back then, I will say, and a lot of fun. I'm sure. Who was the chief when you came on? When I came on, actually, was right after Bolton left and um, Chief Hampton, Randy Hampton, was acting chief Mm -hmm. when I was in the academy. And then Chief Kunkel was the chief, was named the chief uh, not too long after I got on the streets, I believe. So, actually, yeah, a little bit after after I got off training and stuff, Chief Conkle came. And you were, like, you were, where were you deployed? Where were you? Oh, so I originally, as I cut my teeth in Central, so Central Dallas, mm-hmm. East Dallas, Uptown area. Um, and then we were originally sent to what they call CBD, the Central Business District. So that was the original assignment. But I've worked Southwest, and including West Dallas. I've worked Northeast. So um, did that and then came back to Central eventually. So Central was I'm, I'm just glad they moved you out of Uptown by the time I was, you know, <laughs> down there and, and having my fun. Uh, now I'm more well-behaved. Right, right. Now now I'm, I would have worked your area, too, where you're at now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. more family-friendly yeah. Northeast Dallas. Yes, family <laughs> friendly Ryan Trimble. And yes. then we and then we worked together when you were a community prosecutor. We did. It's when my oh, life so. changed and I met Sean Williams. It was so great. So many people say that. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you getting that on the record. Right. I think it's now it's good. So I'm yeah. from Dallas. Yes, exactly. So no, uh, so left the police department, um, decided to use my law degree and found out that there was a form of law where you could actually um, not sit in the office all day and do stuff to help your community while also practicing law. And in the process, uh, we had my partner and I, Ulysse Waters, had started a um, business association on Jefferson. And one day she, well, she has actually started before I got there. And she said, um, I said, who's this guy from the mayor's office <laughs> that keeps showing up to our meetings? And she said, that's Sean. He's quiet, but he's usually pretty helpful when he does talk. <laughs> so. In the community. In the community. <laughs> And I think you were able to secure them with their first grant for that area to get uh, extra neighborhood patrol, so Mm -hmm. extra police patrol in that area. Sean was 
helped us secure that and that was I think one of the first times I met the mayor because yeah, he came yep. down yeah. to uh, kick off our you know we did a big press yeah. you know conference and release great folks from Charcoal Broiler mm-hmm. and Texas Theater mm-hmm. and all the businesses Jim right. Lake Jim all the Lake, businesses down there. Um, Barack Epstein with Texas Theater yeah they were this is really deconstructing <laughs> Dallas absolutely I mean, right? this is we're breaking gritty. down yeah. in the weeds which is great this is community work yeah. now right right so deep people like just the yeah. surface is fun big stuff so, but it's the background yeah. stuff that makes it happen so that's when you first met Mike Rawlings yes casually you know Ca- just yeah. like everybody yeah. else in the crowd and then <laughs> so and then four and a half years ago you started talking to him more about coming on his team right so uh, as a community prosecutor Adam Magoo uh Councilmember Adam Magoo was my chief mm-hmm. uh, at the time, and he had already transitioned to mayor, the mayor's office, and um, he was getting ready to gear up to run for council. So he knew he was leaving, and he asked if I would be interested in coming over to talk to the mayor. And as me and the mayor call it, that's when we started dating. <laughs> Or courting each other. Uh, we should call it professional courtship. That's what it is. That say. sounds good. Yeah, that professional good. courtship. And it worked out. And um, in February 2015, I went over. And I've been there ever since. So I w- worked on Grow South when I was in the office. And you've really, really worked on Grow South over the You're last like, four and a half years. You're like the godfather of Grow South, I would say, right? Like, that means I'm old, probably. No, that I'm means like you old. started it. You were in the grassroots, the the weeds. <laughs> so I was. I made weeds, and then they came in. <laughs> they put some flowers, put some flowers and grass. Yeah, put some fertilizer <laughs> down and landscaped it, and it's all nice. But, you know, looking back, because that's kind of what we're doing right now, um, you know, what 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 are your thoughts about Southern Dallas, your work with Grow South, about the mayor's program? Like, what when you think about the work over the last now eight years total, even just reflecting over his whole term, what do you think? Um, so we had to have this conversation kind of as we were wrapping up the office to, to think about what's happened in Southern Dallas and how we feel about the work that's accomplished. It's hard not to be proud of it just because of so much that's happened we realized that we raised the tax base you know all of our collective work over the past eight years in southern dallas by over 120 percent versus north dallas that grew at about 80 percent growth rate so that was huge to to know that that was kind of the main focus to show that southern dallas was a jewel it was an investment opportunity and that people are investing real dollars and money into southern dallas whether it's uh, residential businesses and things like that so um as we reflected and thought about it, there was still so much work to do, though, right? So we still have left so much on the plate, too, for uh, the next mayor and the next administration to take on. And so I like to compare it to building a house. I feel like, or not even building a house, remodeling a house, because it's already something there. But if you're going to remodel a house, you kind of have to do the big things first, right? You have to go in, get your foundation straight, put up your walls, make sure you're plumbing. You know, it's not always the glitzy, pretty stuff, but it's the work that has to get done before you can then go in and paint the pretty, put lay down the pretty floors, mm-hmm. put in the cute fixtures. So we hope that we, you know, our legacy or the mayor's legacy with Grow South is to have, you know, came in and did some deconstructing. <laughs> and uh, tearing down some things, but also starting the foundation to build a strong house that would be Southern Dallas. What What are some of the pieces that you're most proud of? 
of the Grow South effort? Well, besides the tax base, which I think is super cool, what I always say I'm always most proud of is the fact that people talk about Southern Dallas way more. I'm from Dallas. I'm from Southern Dallas, as a matter of fact. And for a long time, you know, I was probably one of those kids that didn't really leave my neighborhood much except to go to school because I went to private school. But, you know, it was still in Southern Dallas. So, uh, you know, we didn't really travel all over Dallas. We didn't really see Dallas when we didn't hear about our part of Dallas as well, being from Oak Cliff. Um, So the fact that that is on so many people's minds all over Dallas, the fact that whether you're criticizing or praising what Grow South has done, you're talking about Southern Dallas. That's the thing I'm most proud of of that at least it's on the top of everybody's yeah. mind. Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ron Trimble with Vinay Hammond from Mayor Mike Rollins' office, Chief of Community Relations. Ryan and I will probably have a chance in our next show to talk more about the legacy of Mayor Rollins. We both had a chance to work with him. Obviously, I mentioned that for about a year I was his deputy chief of staff. Ryan worked on the the campaign in 2015 with Mayor Rollins and was out on the campaign trail with him. Uh, But I want to get your reflections, your take on Mm -hmm. Mayor Rollins, the mayor, and Mayor Rollins the man. Mm, that's a great question. Uh, as far as the mayor, I mean, Dallas was so blessed to have him, in all honesty. When I say he worked the hardest that I have, you know, I've only worked for one mayor, but I just don't see many people work that hard in politics, period. Um, and he worked so hard and not so much because a lot of people in politics work hard but the way he worked and the way he thought about it was so out the box and so original and I think that's why a lot of people will remember him and consider him to be um, a great mayor, one of the great mayors of Dallas because of the way he thinks about problems and the way he goes about solving them and he really does always say, you know, if you know him you either love him or you hate him but his you can never you can never miss his heart is always in the right place and that's one thing that I love about him as a man and as a mayor that um, his heart is always for the people his heart is always for what's right and he will listen at at sometimes sometimes (laughs) at at the right times times. yeah there are right times and it's usually the key times when it really matters that he will listen um, and you can talk to him and what I personally appreciate about him as a man is that uh, I can be honest with him I don't have to bite you know my tongue I can be honest about my opinions whether I like it love it hate it and he can accept it it's no hard feelings and we go on about our day and I hope he feels the same about me I know I had a I had a opportunity to learn about how he works right so Mm -hmm. like a a lot of what I saw him doing and how he thought about problems and even questions that he asked Mm -hmm. like I learned things like that just being around him and so that you know that's a great benefit of being around somebody like that. Absolutely. I always tell people I've learned the most in this job than I've ever learned. You know, it's like a crash course in business, politics, <laughs> you know, strategy, anything, yeah. you know, a master's course in it, just learning from his life and his experiences. It's great stuff. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Vinay Hammond. Stick with us.
From a baby's first steps to walking your daughter down the aisle, so many of life's precious moments are spent on our feet, and every step you take contributes to a healthier heart. By walking briskly for just 30 minutes a day, you can lower your risk for heart disease and stroke. So join us and take the first step to a healthier, longer life. The American Heart Association. Life. Life is why. Constructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We are with Vinay Hammond, Chief of Community Relations in the office of the mayor for about another week. Another week. About another week. So we were talking before. Man. We got to make sure. I think we I think we have tickets to the inauguration. <laughs> if not, hopefully yeah. we know someone who can help us. Get Maybe. We're losing a big friend Maybe. down there, Sean. <laughs> a big, we, 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 we're, let's be honest, okay? I try not to give him too much props, but we're losing two big friends. You Scott Goldstein will also not be there. <laughs> exactly. Our very first My guest, neighbor. our yes. very first guest See? on the podcast. Yeah. So we're losing two big friends Aww. in City Hall. Yeah. Um, that so, means we're going to have to actually do some work now. Sean. Exactly, you got to oh, build boy. some more relationships. Yeah. <laughs> that relationship that, yeah, building that, is that, hard. That, you know, me and people <laughs> exactly. sometimes it can be difficult, but you have taught me you are a lot fine. more about how I need to deal with people better. But Vinay, we we talked to before we, we we went into the break a little bit about growth south and some of the, the reflections but also looking forward like what what are some of the things that were put in place that are forward looking for growth south well what we're extremely excited about is the mayor's la- on the mayor's last council uh day since he's off doing dfw mission trip for his final council mm-hmm. agenda day um we were able to pass four big initiatives for Southern Dallas on um, that council day. One was around um, Emma Smith is doing, um, well, he bought the Urban League property mm-hmm. on Lancaster across from the VA hospital. And we were able to supplement, put a little um, funds towards equity for that's going to be around job creation, retail space, and just help revitalize that Lancaster corridor area. Um, the second thing was around uh, Redbird. We have a large tenant coming in, Chime, which is a it's a telemarket. Well, not telemarketing. I'm sorry, that's the wrong word. It's more so of a call center environment, but they focus on the whole person. So they usually bring in a child care center. They focus on the things and the barriers that keep people mm-hmm. from working in call mm-hmm. centers because of the strenuous hours and the exact times. And if anything in life goes wrong, your car goes out, you know, you have flat tire in a call center, you can lose your job. So they focus on the whole person and helping um, them doing that. And they also start with living wage. Their starting pay is $14 an hour. That's great. And they're hiring at around a thousand people right there at Redbird and they have a large um, space that they're renting and they've done this in Atlanta at another mall that was repurposed in uh, the east on the east side of Atlanta I believe and then the second thing was um, 
we were able to get through something that's called the Southern, no, I'm sorry, yeah, Southern Dallas Investment Fund. One of the things that we realized when we reflected on Grow South is that we were able to do a lot of large projects, but where I always felt we were lacking, where I always felt short when people would ask for resources, was around small businesses. And so uh, we wanted to leave a little money back for um, some of the council and the Southern Dallas advocates to figure out how to market small businesses and help small businesses in Southern Dallas uh, through four ways. One is around marketing. Two is around um, creating this small business innovation, I'm sorry, small business innovation hub, I believe is what they're calling it, to work with small business companies that are already working with cities and governments, counties, states in the MWBE program. How do we help build their capacity? So taking like a cohort and walking them through some capacity buildings. and, And then third, which would also kind of feed into that, is to some money to start like an infrastructure for a small business loan fund. So there are a lot of people that are interested from financial institutions that want to do the loan fund. But the question is how to do it in Dallas because in each market it looks different. So there are people out there studying that and finding that out. So we wanted a little money there to once they figure it out, hopefully, uh, (laughs) to help get that off the ground so that we can start making loans out for small businesses, low interest, you know, help capacity build if they're not ready for a loan, how to get them ready for the loan and things of that nature, because that is one of the areas we know that was lacking. So that was the third thing. And the fourth thing is um, we were able to give a small, well, 500, half a million dollars to uh, the Seeds Foundation in the bottom to help with beautification of the bottom area once development starts happening to actually put some art and street toppers and sign entranceways mm-hmm. and things, beautification, yeah. things that the community could come together and do in partnership with the developer. So we're really excited about some of those little things that we think will keep the momentum going regardless to who sits in the seat of mayor or not. So Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm hopeful that, the, the, I, I don't think that you can stop the momentum. I mean, the, the cat's out of the bag. I'm hopeful too. People are moving <laughs> and grooving on it, and you've, you know, Tanel Atkins, our good friend, is, is a, a champion for the plan, so um, big thanks to him for keeping the, the trains rolling, but I mean, I think it's amazing, Vinay, because I spent about a decade working in politics on, on the state side of things, and didn't really do much in in southern dallas and Mm -hmm. then enter mayor mike and you all and your grow south effort you know sean and his Mm -hmm. weeds that he planted (laughs) Uh, but uh (laughs) you know but man my eyes personally my eyes were just open to everything going on in southern dallas unt dallas is down Mm -hmm. there you know trinity groves will throw them in the mix it's really amazing there's some beautiful land some beautiful properties and so you know hats off to y'all keep this train rolling and and, you know you really open the playbook up absolutely yeah yeah we hope so yeah so i guess we had an election absolutely and we will have a new mayor 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 elect eric johnson Mm -hmm. and we have new council members uh, that we talked about in our first segment and i just feel like and we've talked a lot about this even before the runoff. It feels like a different kind of energy that's going to be coming to City Hall. And, you know, I worked there for four and a half years at the city. And, you know, there were times when it just was tough because of the atmosphere around a horseshoe. Absolutely. I think it's fair to say Absolutely. for people who work there. But it seems like we have a group of people who now want to get things done. Absolutely. And so do you have any, number one, thoughts on the incoming council, even any advice that you would give to them as they come in? Well, number one, 
I'm a little jealous because <laughs> I believe they'll be able to get some things done. But I'm also excited and energized by that, um, that I do, you know, I think it's good because we talked about Mayor Mike and he is a strong personality. And even though Dallas is a weak mayor system, someone like him can carry some water sometimes that others may not have been able to do that. So I am happy for Mayor-elect that he won't have to lift, hopefully, if, if, you know, if they all gel together and come together and work together and figure out what's best for the city and work with our city manager um, towards that vision, he won't have to have some of those heavy lifts we had and just to do some of the things we wanted to do, even for Southern Dallas or Dallas as a whole, because, you know, I have community relations kind of all over the city. So even though I care very deeply about Southern Dallas, all of Dallas is in my heart and what we care about. And it's like some things were, would just be harder than they needed to be. Mm-hmm. And so now I don't believe it has to be that way. And if, you know, my advice is definitely to work together, figure out you know, what works for you all. I know one of the four pillars that TC has is equity, and everybody loves to say that we're equity, but I don't think a lot of people realize how hard equity is, and I totally am a proponent of equity, but it's hard work because that's working with people who you're not used to working with, going against the grain, spending that time building capacity in areas that it may not exist in order for things to be equitable. Um, so I really think if they work together, <laughs> it will be, you know, easier and they can actually do some good things and not argue over the small things and do more in less time. Well, we know that the, uh no small things are on your horizon, Vinay. Only big things. We want big D. <laughs> That's right. Big things happen hey, here. Big things right? happen here. Come they on. Um, Vinay, how can our listeners uh, f- continue to follow your journey? Well, they can find me on Twitter at uh, Vinay Ham, V-A-N-A-H-A-M. Really? That was available? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, it's close. Well, hopefully, you know, when you go on and do whatever it is that you're going to do, you do not forget the little people here at Deconstructing Dallas, and maybe, you know, we can go out and have drinks or whatever it is that we do. You know, do that on a regular basis of some. You know, how about once a quarter, maybe? Yeah. Is that too much? I'm down for it. Okay, that's great. You guys will probably be tired of me because I won't be as busy. I'll be like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) Let's get together. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are thankful for Vinay uh, for you coming in, and we we're really proud of the job that you have done. Aww. Really, really thank are. You, well, thank you all for being great partners, um, Sean and Ryan. I call them all the time in pinches. <laughs> we like, do. We do talk a lot. Exactly. <laughs> Save us. Help us. So we appreciate you all and your partnership for our administration. As long as I've been there, I've always been able to count on you. Ryan brings things in his personal truck. He, he's brought supplies during <laughs> during our hurricanes and yes. all of our... <laughs> How many hamburger buns? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Water. Like our, our Uber DoorDash guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ryan, no bring a truck small, full Sean. of nope. cupcakes. And yeah. he's there. That's right. <laughs> First day I met Ryan... Was at an event and literally he was had on a suit and had his sleeves rolled up carrying water. Yes, yes. that was the first time I met Ryan. Exactly, I'm like That's nobody can talk bad about Ryan mm-hmm. to me because he is my guy. So I just give him a hard time and nobody else can. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, thank you, Vinay, and we must do this again. We will be right back after this. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble, we'll be right back. Wonderful, wonderful time with our friend Vinay. Insightful, fun, funny, all of the above. Vinay, best wishes to you and your next endeavors. We're uh, excited to stay friends with you and uh, continue stepping alongside you. Looks like our friend Scott Goldstein is headed to Dallas Regional Chamber. So congratulations to Scott. Yeah, Scott, my neighbor, who also has a tree limb. I hope that tree limb is off your house by this point that uh, we've posted this podcast, uh, Scott. So if you need a saw, I'll, I'll come over. But uh, You had sawing. You were doing some sawing I was doing Sunday. some sawing, some sawing. And, you know, we were out there. Tabitha, always stylish. My two-and-a-half-year-old was in her red cowboy boots and some very fancy pants and, you know, crushing a popsicle. So that was fun, and we were just out there all being neighborly. You know, we love to talk about the different clients we work with and the different opportunities that we have. Um, Last week, probably for me, the highlight was attending the Economic Development and Housing Committee meeting with our client, Doug Dunsavage from American Heart Association. But you had a really good meeting with one of our elected officials. Yeah, Sean, I've been uh, I've been helping uh, a friend of mine, Rodney Anderson, who was recently elected the chair of the Dallas County Republican Party. Uh, congrats to you, Rodney. Uh, we're going to have him on the show. Uh, we're going to uh, try to get him on in the next couple weeks here. But um, I was able to coordinate a meeting with U.S. Senator John Corn and, and Rodney uh, the end of last week. And it, it, never a bad thing to hang out with the senior U.S senator from texas uh, thank you senator corner for your time we had a great great meeting catching up hearing about his campaign ramping up so it'll be an exciting uh 2020 i know 2018 just finished and the legislative session is just over and we just got through uh you know civic elections and runoffs but the fun never ends the road goes on forever and the, and the fun never ends sean it's kind of like uh post time and horses there's always an election somewhere so <laughs> i mean even though we're done here there's somewhere where people are getting yeah. ready to exercise their right and you know speaking of which you know we want to make sure more people i'm glad we had an opportunity to encourage people to vote but we've got to get more people involved in the process yeah. here in dallas uh for our elected officials but con- congratulations to uh chairman anderson and uh glad that you all had a good meeting with uh senator Cornyn. yeah it's uh you know, Dallas is, is, a, is a big, changing, ninth largest county in America, Sean. So, uh, you know, we shall see. 2020 is just a day away. 2020 is up on us. And I mean, I think there are 
75 Democrats running for president. And so <laughs> we'll try to see if we can whittle our way through that over the next yeah. few um, months. But it'll be interesting. Local elections are interesting. And before you know it, I mean, speaking of which, District 100, House 100, I mean, immediately, it's like as yeah. soon as the early voting numbers came in and showed that... Um, uh, mayor-elect Johnson was was going to be our next mayor. Like people start dropping campaign videos to replace <laughs> him. So that would be a very interesting yeah. race to watch Indeed. and to see when that election will be, and to see who all uh, comes comes out into that race. Because uh, it looks like we'll have a couple of friends, at least. It'll in that be race. Hollywood Squares, Sean, <laughs> yet again. Well, um, I want to make sure that we recognize our in-studio guest that we've had here as we recorded our show today. Yes, we had her on the show last week, a clip from our our Run the Highlands, but um, my mother, our in-studio audience today down here at the South Dallas Cultural Center. Mom, thanks for coming in. Really appreciate it. And thanks for moving my chair to the back, too, because I was trying to to get set up here, having a little trouble. I had a squeaky chair, but she made sure that my chair was switched out. It's, It's always good to have a mom around. That's right. That's right. Well, we want to thank Vinay Hammond for coming in and being on our show today. We want to thank John Spriggins and the South Dallas Cultural Center for hosting us. We want to thank Mary Woodley. We want to thank Jennifer Paschal, our bosses, for allowing us to do this. This is an Allen Media production. We are going to ask each and every one of you to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us five stars. Give us a review. Let us know what you think. Share this with your friends. Subscribe. We need you. Our numbers are looking better, but hey, we're greedy. We want to hear, have more people listen to our show, and we want to deconstruct Dallas with as many people as possible. So, until next time, this is Sean Williams with Ryan Trimble. Adios. 